7: Hello and welcome. It's our number one, our number one of our radio program. And we're going to do something a little different here in hour one. Uh, by the way, before I tell you what's coming up here in hour one, please, please subscribe to the podcast channel. You might be listening to the podcast, but are you subscribed to the podcast channel? That helps us out a lot. And also, don't forget the Fifth Hour podcast. If you want to contribute to that podcast, Go to the show Facebook page, Ben Maller Show, and you can post a question for our mailbag. And we have a very big-name guest lined up for the Friday podcast. I'm very excited about that. I don't want to say anything to jinx it because we haven't done the interview yet. But uh, check out the Fifth Hour podcast. So here in hour number one, a rare and appropriate hour of tribute, the hour of Vin Scully. Vin Scully passing away at the age of 94 on Tuesday, a few hours before our show. And we talk about what we will remember about Vin Scully. Are there any specific stories that stand out? I had the good fortune of knowing him a little bit casually and interacting with Vin over the years. And will Vin Scully's sportscasting record ever be broken? 67 years as the voice of a single team. We'll talk about all of that and more. We also have a six-line tribute to Vin Scully We'll get to it right now in our number one. Here it is. Saying goodbye to a legend of the broadcast booth. Welcome in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. Right on the doorstep as we take the roller coaster ride, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond, on the vast and monolithically powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the wall, a hole in the wall, the Fox Sports Radio studios at a secret location somewhere in the Northwoods. And our lead this hour coming from the press box. Yep. Press box in the sky, you could say. It's baseball related, but not. Not the big Juan Soto trade to the Padres. Uh, That takes the back page, page two, if you will. Instead, it is the end of the life of a legend of broadcasting, Vincent Edwards Scully. If you haven't heard yet, and maybe not, the news coming down a few hours ago, Vin Scully uh, has passed away, died at the age of 94, the golden voice. Of baseball, 67 seasons. This guy was the soundtrack of Dodger baseball on the radio and television and all of the above from 1950 to 2016. But he was not just a baseball broadcaster. He also called college football games, NFL games, big events. He was the face of American sportscasting for a large chunk of his life and likely... Your life, depending on how old you are and and my life, uh, he was the bridge from the Brooklyn Dodgers to the L.A. Dodgers called eight seasons, not just one or two, and then the team left for the West Coast. Vin Scully was in the borough of Brooklyn for eight years calling baseball games for that franchise, and then he moved out to Los Angeles when the team moved to L.A. in 1958. 25 World Series. Bunch of no-hitters, I think the number was 20, all-star games, you name it. And so we're going to take a few minutes. This is going to be really the whole hour. It's the hour of Vin Scully. We will have a six-line tribute coming up later, the highest honor we can give someone in the world of radio, the six-line salute. We will do that to Vin Scully. When someone touches our lives, makes a big impact, we give them the highest honor. The last couple times we've done the six-line tribute, it has been for people that have called the show. Beer-drinking Brian, who passed away back in February. Uh, we had our friend who does the fly-maller fly song, Philly Rob. He passed away uh, not that long ago uh, either. So, But we'll do it for Vin Scully later this hour. It's the right thing to do. So let us discuss the life and times of uh, the legendary broadcaster for the Dodgers, Vin Scully. So... The question, what are you going to remember about Vin Scully? And I've got relatability, bread, and cosmic accident. And we'll mix all of this into the stew. And we're going to enjoy the stew. So to lead off, uh, as you may or may not know, I'm not making this all about me because it's not about me, but growing up in Southern California watching Vin Scully, I wanted to be Vin Scully. I was fortunate enough to know him a little bit, I got a gig in radio at a very young age, and one of the beats I was on when I was working at the station in San Diego it was a mega station, super station, uh, the Mighty 690. So I started out at a very young age. I was a teenager, and I found myself uh, in the press box at Dodger Stadium, and then a few years after that, I briefly had the job that my friend David Vasse has today in L.A., Dodger talk host, I got to do that for a little bit. And as a as a uh, just a coincidence, being in that situation and being in that environment, I had a chance to know uh, Mr. Scully casually and a few things that stand out. Uh, and, and these are things that other people are going to say. And the, the one thing about Vin is that everyone wanted to kind of hang out with him. Anybody in the media, all the media freeloaders wanted to hang out with him, and he was very polite to everyone. And so the kindness and the uh, relatability is the way I would, I would say that, the, obviously it was reliability as a broadcaster, but the relatability, and uh, debonair, very friendly, uh, endearing, eloquent. Uh, people talk about the wordsmith, Vince Scully, uh, but also the, the fact that he was able to tell stories on the radio and television with such brevity to be able to get them in, Uh, and he had this great internal clock. It's like a a quarterback. Uh, We talk about quarterbacks having to have a clock and anticipate when the pass rush is going to get to them or when the receiver is going to get open, and you have to make the play. Well, as a broadcaster, when you're doing baseball, you might have an unbelievably huge amount of time to tell a story. You might not have any time at all, depending on how many uh, outs uh, happen in a uh, you know a quick amount of time for example your batter's up you're telling a story about the guy who's batting and then he swings at the first pitch and pops up and the bats over and then the next batter comes up and so if you're telling a story about that guy you got you got to know how to get it all in but he also knew how to let the game breathe the difference between uh, the nuance of radio and television calling a game on the radio as opposed to television and and these are all qualities that if you're around broadcasting or you, you just are a fan of it, uh, how the art is done of verbal communication, you appreciate that. And, uh, and also just on a personal level, the fact that Vin could have absolutely big time me, could have spit a loogie uh, right in my face and treated me like a piss ant uh, if he wanted to. I mean, uh, he didn't have to be nice to me at all. He was, a, he was the golden voice of baseball. But none of that happened. And uh, he was very beyond, beyond kind uh, over the years. And I first met him when I was roughly 19 years old. I was a kid. And he had already at that point been the voice of the Dodgers for 44 years. So double my entire life at that point. He was already the voice of the Dodgers. And, uh, and he was very uh, kind over the years. Always say hello and how you doing, Ben, and things like that, which I always, always appreciated. Now, furthermore. Are there any specific stories that stand out? Uh, Absolutely. Of course, everyone's got stories. I got stories. You got stories. Life's all about the stories that you pick up along the way. I've used that phrase for many years. I believe that to be true because it really ultimately is all you you have. right? The stories that you pick up along the way, the people you meet. It's like Dr. Seuss, the old uh, Dr. Seuss book coming to life. But so many, so many stories. I don't have time to get into them all here. So we're just going to scratch the surface. OK? We're just going to scratch the surface, and bear with me. Uh, some of these things I haven't really thought about in a long time, but there's one road trip in particular that stands out. And uh, this is when I was briefly doing the postgame stuff with the Dodgers, and the team was in uh, New York playing the Mets, and this is uh, at Chase Stadium, that dump in Queens. And so think of this: we're going way back in the hot tub time machine to the mid-1990s. So this is a long time ago. The late 1990s. Uh, The Mets at that time were pretty terrible. Uh, They were pretty bad. Uh, I think they had Todd Hundley and like Rico Bronya were their top guys. The Dodgers, yeah, I mean that was a that was not a good Mets team. The Dodgers were pretty average. They they were not. I mean they had Piazza and Keros and guys like that, but they were not particularly great. Not that any of that matters because it doesn't really matter, but. Uh, the, the thing I remember about that uh, was uh, right at the, the team hotel. They stayed at a hotel at that time right next to Grand Central Station. And I I remember there were a group of really old dudes. And I was a young guy at that time. Still, yeah, I'm still middle-aged now. But there, there were a group of guys outside the hotel wearing these frazzled uh, Brooklyn Dodger jackets and hats. And I remember I was like, What what are these guys? And it was a group of guys that had been in their 20s or early 30s when the Dodgers had left Brooklyn. And every time the team came back to New York, these guys would sit outside the hotel. And Vin knew who they were. He was aware of them because he worked for the team and all that. And it was like saying hello to those guys. And I remember seeing those guys – And, of course, I'm sure they're not around anymore. That was a long time ago. They were already old at that point. Uh, The other thing I remember about that, there's a couple other things. Breaking bread, right? Breaking bread with Vin. And uh, occasionally I would uh, chat with him in the press box and whatnot. But there was this one night in particular where it was Vin and a group of reporters. And it was a prior game against the Mets. And uh, and Vin regaled us with stories. And he didn't talk about baseball per se. In fact, I don't remember him. mentioning anything about baseball but he told stories because it was in new york he told stories about growing up in manhattan back in the god it had to be probably the late 30s the mid 40s uh i mean this is a whole different world and he had told one story very vividly about a sanitation strike the the trash men of new york uh, had gone on strike and things had gotten so bad I've uh, uh, he very vividly uh, recalled this story when he was a kid. And it was around Christmas. So it was cold in New York and all that. And people were desperately trying to get rid of their trash. And so at the same time, back in, in that era, televisions were becoming, becoming a thing. And they had these huge, massive uh, televisions, right? Massive, uh, massive uh, giant TVs. So maybe it was like, it might have been the 1950s by this point, but there were huge TVs. And Vin said uh, that they had uh, these you know, big boxes, these big tube TVs. And so people. He, he remembers people filling up these boxes and wrapping them with wrapping paper and putting bows on them. And it was a very vivid memory. And he said people would fill those boxes with rubbish. So, and then somebody would come steal them. They'd leave them outside their doorstep, and people would come steal them. So they, and that was a way people would get rid of their trash. Uh, I also recall one time it was very humid uh, there. And uh, the, the game, Vin was, he didn't do the games on, on radio only the last probably 15, 20 years of his career. He only did TV games simulcast. But there, there was a game in New York where it was very humid. It was a getaway game, it was not on television and I remember running into Vin, and he was wearing uh, shorts, Dodgers shorts and a T-shirt that the team had given him. And I, I, I'd i only seen Vin Scully in a suit and a tie. I'd never seen him, the provincial voice of baseball. And I was like, wait a minute, what's going on? I thought I was in the Twilight Zone. Was like, he was just trying to stay cool because it was so nasty hot and all that. Uh, another funny antidote to the, the life of, of Vin Scully and how I kind of crossed paths with him a little bit, uh, when I did have the gig, and I briefly did some stuff on Dodger Talk, I mustered up the courage to ask Vin Scully uh, if he enjoyed my work. I assumed, you know, he he calls the Dodger games on his No, 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 I, I assumed on the way home that he probably just listened to me break down the game, you know. And I, in my head, Vin's driving home from the Dodger game, and he's got me on, uh, you know, some goofball kid breaking down the game. Uh, and, uh, he and he very politely politely, uh, could not have been nicer. Uh, and he said, Ben, you know, uh, when I leave the ballpark, uh, I like to listen to classical music. And, uh, yeah, so he, uh, he was listening to classical music, uh, just a torpedo to the heart, but as nice as could be. Uh, I also recall, this, is a, this happened at Dodger Stadium. I, I would get there real early. and A lot of the reporters would get there early. But I, I remember I was sitting in the press box, but Vin was in the next booth over. It was about 4.30 in the afternoon. And they'd have the news on, like the, the local news. And there was some scandal with someone at that time who was a big deal. It was really not a big deal anymore. This uh, this socialite named Paris Hilton, right? And she some scandal with Paris Hilton. And it was the funniest thing because I, I remember Vin was talking about Paris Hilton. And uh, I it just it just uh, I found that hilarious. Uh, but uh, just a, an icon in broadcasting. And uh, the last thing here, I'm going long, but... Uh, as far as the record, will anyone break Vin Scully's record for sportscasting? Well, uh, ever is a long time, right? And you say, will anyone ever break the record ever? You go on for infinity, assuming we're all still on this planet, uh, some form of human beings. Uh, so the, the world would have to change dramatically for this to happen because Vin's career in many ways was a cosmic accident in a really good way, right? All, everything lined up. He got the job at a young age, he kept the job, and he loved the job, and he wanted to keep doing the job. But I know for a fact, because I got told this story from him. Finn told me the story. When he was a young guy and he was interning, he had interned at a radio station in Washington, D.C. And if he had his wish, he was the second in line to be the, uh, the voice of this radio station in Washington, and that was back when radio was the king, right? Television was not the king. The radio broadcaster was the king. And Vin had told the story about how he really wanted this job because that radio station was such an important station in D.C. that the broadcaster, the the job he was up for, would introduce the president before a speech, like the State of the Union, uh, whatever it might be. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the president of the United States, and that would have been Vin Scully's job. And that's the job that he wanted, like for the you know again the State of the Union something like that. And he had, he had mentioned now he that was the gig he wanted, he, and he talked about how you know his parents were would have been so proud of him if he had gotten gotten that job. Obviously, it didn't happen because he he got an offer from Red Barber, who had been the legendary broadcaster in that day to to do a sports casting. You give it a try, right? Just give it a try. He gave it a try, and for the next sixty-seven years or whatever it was, uh, an unbreakable. Uh, record uh, the age thing and, and also just the age we're in right now right where uh, as you know and I know we all know the money the top broadcasters get is insane and so you don't have to do it now Vin didn't have to do it. he made a lot of money the last uh, you know, 20 years of his career particularly and he was always ma- you know, making pretty good money at the network but If you're making a ton of money now, the travel of working for a team, it's a pain in the ass, even with all the five-star hotels and all the limos and all that stuff. The other variable, there's a lot of them, but you've got the wokesters now who are monitoring everything you say, the word police. There have been more than a few broadcasters in recent years that have had lifetime gigs chopped down because they said the wrong thing at the wrong time and someone got offended and polite society had to muzzle them. Uh, and, and Vin didn't have to worry about that uh, with social media and all that. And, uh, and I also know he did not, did not keep watching the Dodgers. Uh, w- once he retired, he retired after the 2016 season, he did keep up with the team, but you know, like every old guy, he kept up with the Dodgers by reading the L.A. Times and looking at the box scores and, uh, and learning about the team uh, that way, how they were doing. But rest in peace, Vin Scully. And this is the hour of Vin Scully, so we'll bring you in on this. I need a full board. We're going to do a six-line salute to Vin Scully, and if you would like to be part of that, we'll tell you how you can do that in a minute. So the hour of Vin Scully, we pay tribute to the now late Vin Scully passing away, dying on the uh, the evening. We, the news came out on the evening on Tuesday there as Vin passed away at the age of 94. So we'll have a six-line salute. If you would like to be part, call right now at 877-99 on Fox. That's 877-99. Nine nine six six three six nine. It's very simple. We'll put it put you on the air. You can say something. A couple of lines. Don't go long-winded here. A couple of lines about Vin, how he touched your life, or one of your favorite stories, watching him or listening to him over the years. And you can say that and then we'll all get you on the air at the same time. We'll say, Rest in peace, Vin Scully, and that will be that. It is the hour of Vince Gully. on Fox. Also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. We'll get to that, and we will do
6: it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio
4: app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury
8: 6 p.m. Book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing
1: of American Express.
8: See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.
1: For better or worse, the Ben Maller Show is not general-issue sports talk. The Maller Militia is all-inclusive, welcoming everyone from the country club to the trailer park. Facebook's a fun zone for all of us. You can chat with Other P1s, it's free and easy. Just like our page. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. And now live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. The
7: hour of Vin Scully. Vin passing away at the age of 94 on Tuesday night. The news came out. We are honoring Vin. We're going to have a six-line salute coming up. Coop is lining up, everyone. If you would like to be part, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox is the number. And Vince Scully started calling Dodger games, 1950. That Dodger team, the first year he broadcast games, if you're a baseball fan, these are names that you would know. Roy Campanella, Jackie Robinson was playing second base. Pee Wee Reese was the shortstop. Don Newcomb, who you know, Don passed away not that long ago, a few years ago, and he was a regular at Dodger uh, games right up until his passing. I think he died in 2019, but he, he was on that team. In 1950. I mean, some, some crazy uh, names. Uh, Gil Hodges, who just got inducted into the Hall of Fame. He had passed away years ago, but he was on that 1950 Brooklyn Dodger team that played at Ebbets Field. And uh, Vince's first year as a broadcaster, a lot of uh, reaction uh, coming in on the Twitter machine. And we'll give you a little taste of what's that, uh, what that is. Robin Vegas says A minus on the Mallet monologue. Benjamin uh, Scully. Uh, really stuck it to the Padres one last time, uh, stealing the headlines, the day San Diego pulled off the monumental trade for Juan Soto. uh, And uh, Rob says he did that on purpose. Yes, I'm sure that's exactly uh, what happened. A Ferg Dog writes and says, uh, rest in peace, Vin Scully. I enjoyed listening to the Dodger games even without being a Dodger fan. Because of uh, him, double-O Mexican in San Diego says 10 out of 10 on the Mallard monologue. The term GOAT gets thrown around way too much. But uh, Vince Scully was truly the greatest announcer of all time. Rest in peace there, the great uh, Vin Scully. R.J. in L.A. says a good speech, Ben. Many stories on Vince Scully there will never be one like him, just as there will be no one like uh, you. Well, th- th- don't compare me to him, please. That's embarrassing. Uh, that's, uh, sullying the good name of Vin Scully. We do not need to do that, uh, please. Uh, Chet in San Diego writes in, or actually he's in L.A. He says, he, you remember the old TV show The X-Files with FBI agents Fox Mulder and Dana Scully? He says the show's creator was a huge Dodger fan named Scully after... Vin. Uh, So you you have that. Arik in Minnesota writes in. He says, I cannot tell you a single game that Vin did that I had heard. Wow. Wow. That's possible. He says, I can only compare him to former Twins broadcaster Herb Carneal. From 1962, Arik says, before he was born until 2006, 44 years. Uh, A-plus on the Mallor monologue. Uh, Keith in NorCal where they have a plaque in the Giants visiting press box there, the uh, pr- booth in the uh, press box for Vinny called his last game in San Francisco. Dodgers actually happen to be in San Francisco uh, tonight and this week playing the, uh, the Giants. Uh, Keith says, I'll never forget him calling the Kurt Gibson home run. Uh, he points out. Chip in the Q's going A-plus on the Maller monologue. Nice tribute. Good job. By you, uh, Art and Puff says broadcasting is a craft, and Vince Scully elevated the craft for 67 seasons. He says he's paraphrasing Bob Costas from five years ago. And the Bills monster. Here we go, Buffalo. He uh, says As someone that listens to radio several hours a day enjoy the all-time greats. And uh, he listens to, to radio play-by-play sports. Vince Scully, uh, he mentions him. Rush Limbaugh, Art Bell, and then there's some other name he mentions here, which should not be on that list. But, uh, yeah, Art Bell was great at talk radio, doing that coast-to-coast show. And Norrie, George Norrie does a good job. He's, he's a competitor. But Art Bell was wonderful, telling ghost stories in the middle of the night and uh, convinced. I remember Art Bell, I met him uh, uh, only once at a Premier Network's Christmas party. Uh, Art was a recluse and did not leave Pahrump, Nevada very much, but he did. Go. They forced him to go to a company Christmas party uh, in Beverly Hills years ago, and uh, I remember, it was very cool meeting him. But he was kind of an introvert like me. When two introverts get together, it's not very good. It doesn't go very very well. But uh, he was a master uh, telling stories. Late night radio it was great. Uh, supermarket Steve uh, says nobody will ever beat Vin Scully's broadcasting record because, according to most sports a- analysis, baseball will be dead in five years. Yes, I know. Do you want me to bring up, Steve, how we go back to the early 1900s and people said baseball was a passing fad and that it was boring and nobody was going to watch baseball. There were actually stories. You can go back. You can look it up. There was a reporter from a paper in Oakland that traveled to the East Coast to watch Major League Baseball, professional baseball, and wrote a column that it was not going to be around very long, that it was, that it was boring. Uh, and all that. All right, it is the Ben Malish Show. We are moments away from the uh, beginning of the six-line salute, the highest honor in talk radio to the great Vince Scully. And so, uh, cooper how's that looking, by the way? Do we have everyone good to go on that? Are we, uh, let's see here, I'm looking, uh, we've got five. Do we have a six or we don't have a six? We only have five? we got, We're good on five?
4: Well, five so the line? problem is we only have five working
7: lines. Oh. So one of the phone lines is broken. So this is going to be the highest honor in radio we can do, a five-line salute to Vince Scully because one of the lines is broken.
1: That's fine. That's all we have, right? I could, we, I could be your sixth line if you'd like, you, Ben, if you want okay. to keep the tradition alive. Eddie,
7: Eddie would like to. You can be the sixth uh, guy, Eddie. Very good on that.
6: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
4: I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong Podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Right or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
8: 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.
1: This from the NFL. The Miami Dolphins have been stripped of a 2023 first-round pick and a 2024 third-round pick for multiple cases of tampering uh, this involving conversations over Tom Brady uh, and uh, also uh, Sean Payton, former coach of the Saints, owner Stephen Ross, was fined a a $1.5 million and suspended uh, for uh, a certain amount as well.
7: $8 billion, Eddie. I'm sure he's going think to be so? devastated. That I think you think he can pay that off all right? Yeah. I don't know. He might have be to be have, all all have right.
1: a, a bake sale. Might, might be all right. All right,
7: we'll have more on that, Eddie, later. But this is the Hour of Vin Scully as we celebrate the life of the now late Vin Scully passing away at the age of 94 years old, a full run. He stopped calling Dodger games after the 2016 season and had been enjoying his life. And I know I heard uh, somewhat recently that that he's not doing all that great, but you know, 94, I mean, how, you know, how, how great can you be doing? Uh, You're just being alive. And so he uh, lived a full life and we are uh, celebrating uh, Vin and, shared some stories about my interactions with him at the beginning of this hour. And the the six-line salute, it is time for that right now. So what we have done is we have cleared the lines out and we have filled up the lines with people that would like to pay the highest honor possible to Vin Scully to celebrate his life and uh, you want to share a story or whatnot. And then we'll uh, we'll put you on the air in the way this is going to work You'll get, everyone will get on the air. I'm going to make sure every line is full. Uh, you're going to have to stay on hold. So if you're going to hang up, if you got an antsy uh, you know, ant in your pants or whatever, then this is not for you. Uh, but if you stay on hold, we'll put you all on the air at the same time, and then you can, can say, uh, rest in peace, Finn, and then that will be that, and we'll hang up on you, and we'll move on with the show, and that's how we'll conclude the hour of Vin Scully, so we uh, go to the phones and we have Van, the one-legged man, the one-legged Bama man, who is in Alabama. Where else would he be? Hello,
9: Van. Good morning, uh, Ben. You did a great job on that, ben. uh Mr. Scully. Uh, my, well, thank wife. you. You're my,
7: you are my line one, Van. You're going to be my line one. Okay, so don't no. don't hang up. Okay.
9: I won't. Right, Did I get on. to tell a story or not?
7: You, you will get to tell a story, but right, not right now. I've got to make sure everyone's there.
9: All right. Hold I got on
7: you. Uh, you're my line one. Vance, my line one. We've got Scott in St. Paul's my line two. Hello, Scott. Hey, Ben. What's going on, Scott? I hear an ambient noise in the background. What's going on there? Everything okay?
5: Uh, just watching Quantum Leap while I'm listening to
7: you. Oh, Oh, nice. That's a good show.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. I was going to say, I grew up listening to Herb Carneal here in the Twin Cities. And then uh, was my favorite national. Broadcast.
7: Oh, nice. Right. Ho- ho- hey, Scott, hold on a sec. Though. Uh, we're going to have you be part of this. You're my line, too. Hold on a sec, Scott. We have Andrea in Berkeley. The Sports Sorceress is my line three. Hello, Andrea.
9: Hello, Ben. How are you?
7: I am, uh, I am well. Thank you for <sighs> that, uh, Andrea. You're my line three here.
9: So. Yes. I was actually at the Giants-Dodgers game when I heard, and they did a moving tribute to him. And um, I'll always remember that epic Bill Buckner call in the 1986 World Series.
7: Absolutely, that and then the the Gibson home run call yeah, in the 88 yeah. World Series for sure. Hold on a sec, Andrea. And we have AP in Tucson, who is my line number four. AP, hello, AP. Hey,
5: how's it going? I grew up in a home with uh, no TV, no uh, newspaper. We didn't. My dad didn't know I had a radio, but it was. That was alarm clock and that was my only out life was to listen to Vince Scully. Wow. You didn't have television
7: yeah. or anything, other you only had it. you snuck a radio in. Wow, that's crazy.
5: Well, he thought it was alarm clock, actually. But yeah, that was my only out up when I'm uh, forty eight years old now.
7: Wow. Okay, hold on a sec, AP you're gonna be my line four. So Vin made a that's a big impact on your life, like you hear him tell those stories. Anthony in Anaheim is my line five. Hello, Anthony. What
5: going on ben man shout out vin
6: what a legend i can't believe we lost another legend man 2022 has been a mother man
7: pretty much every year seemingly is uh it's not that great. lately it hasn't been all that great but uh it'll get better maybe i guess i don't know all right oh, anthony hold on you're my line five eddie's gonna be my line six so everyone stand hey, ben. first time long yeah. time hi eddie welcome uh <laughs> are you working right now eddie is that what you're doing uh, allegedly allegedly oh, okay You're going to be my line six, Eddie. It's a very clear line. It sounds like you're on a professional broadcast microphone worth hundreds of dollars. Weird. All right, so everyone is lined up. Everyone is good to go. And uh, we're going to come back. Well, will let you say a little anecdote. You can tell a little story about Vin. Some of you already kind of started that tradition there, uh, telling a story about Vin. But we'll let you tell a couple of lines about Vin Scully, then we'll put you back on the air here, and you will be able to, in unison, say, rest in peace, Vin Scully. And that will conclude the hour of Vin. And we thank you guys. Don't hang up because then we're going to have to scramble to get somebody else. The six-line salute, the payoff on that for Vin Scully. We get to it and we do it next.
6: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
2: Can I ask? Attention, please. Will the real Ben Maller please stand up all act like you never heard sports radio before. Well, you ain't. At least not like this, that's for sure. Any clown can tell you who won the game and give you the score, but Big Ben, his boys, give you so much more. Ah. It's cooking entertainment in the Malheur monologues. This ain't the minor league. Ben only runs with the big dogs. He's king of the hill. ain't number one, top of the heap. Just what the doctor ordered him. Pay attention, Mallor
1: Militia. The Ben Mallor Show needs your help. Like Join man, the Audio band, Commonwealth like and, like and like follow ben ben your host on Twitter. He's at Ben, 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 ben Mallor. And, and, and you can tweet at and follow me, Eddie Garcia, your humble sidekick, the voice of reason, your announcer guy. I'm at Eddie on Fox. <laughs> and now, live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller.
7: He's the
1: real No, who am I, game? Today, it's the hour of
7: Vince Scully, Vince passing away at the age of 94, and we are honoring him. We'll have our six line salute right now. And on the Ben Maller show, when someone famous in sports uh, or on our show or someone that Touched our lives, passes away. We give them the highest possible radio tribute, the six-line salute if you're new to the show. Uh, the way this works, we, uh, we've, we've been asked uh, not to use any weapons. You know, In military occasions, they have the, uh, the firing of weapons. Early warriors demonstrate their peaceful intentions, and they would place their weapons in a position that made them ineffective, and they would fire off around to show respect. Our bosses uh, will not allow any weapons here, so instead... We will use, and we are using you, the callers here, to pay our respects uh, to this uh, legend of broadcasting and someone that touched our lives, and we have already welcomed everyone, and so we cleared the lines out. We've added now five random callers, and and plus one, plus Eddie, from around the country, and you will all have a chance now to say something uh, briefly with some brevity about Vin Scully, and then once everyone has given a brief sermon... Uh, we will all say in unison, rest in peace, Vin Scully. So we'll go back to Van, the one-legged man in Bama. Van, you're on the air here, Van. Any anecdote you want to share about Vin?
9: Yeah, yeah it's the uh, the Hank Aaron 715 call. Uh, of course, being from the South, I've been a Hank Aaron fan and been listening to him on the, the Braves on the radio since I was a little boy. We didn't have cable. My dad had just built a new house but could still get the uh, the game on the major three networks. And I had Milo Hamilton and Ernie Johnson on the radio, Ernie Johnson Sr. And so I didn't hear it live, but the next morning on on the news, uh, they gave the call from Milo and Ernie and the call from Ben uh, about the home run. And he was so gracious. He was actually excited for, for Henry, even though it was the opposing team and he talked about how a black man was getting a standing ovation in the deep south, and he described how his mother gave him such a bear hug and wouldn't let go of him. And so, uh, yeah, he was he was a gracious, All right. and I remember watching him on the game of the week. And, yeah, for you know, sure. Right, let's, leave it there, let's
7: leave it there, Van. Hold on a second. I, I appreciate it. Uh, Scott, any uh, brief memory, couple of lines there, Scott, in St. Paul watching Quantum Leap here? Scott, are you hey, there, hey. Scott?
5: I agree. I, I grew up listening to Herb Carneal, and the old-time radio, uh, the old-time announcers, they had a way of describing the game. Uh, that uh, you know, They gave you a picture of the game, and Vin was the epitome of it, I think.
7: Absolutely. All right, thank you, Scott. and uh, Andrea in Berkeley, uh, welcome, Andrea. She was at the Giant Dodger game tonight. Uh, Andrea, any memory? Uh, you mentioned uh, 86 World Series, is yeah. that the big one for you?
9: Yeah, it was interesting, Ben. I was actually at Jerry Garcia Tribute Night. I go every year when the Giants have that night. And then when that happened with, oh, with Vin Scully, it was like, you know, it's Vin Scully Tribute Night and all these memories came back. So 1986 World Series, Boston Red Sox, the ball gets through Buckner, has to be epic and right up there with the Mets.
7: Gotcha. All right, uh, hold on a second, Andrea. We have uh, AP in uh, Tucson. This is the guy that didn't have television.
5: Uh, hello, AP. Yes. Hey, so yeah, well, basically, we were raised in a really, really crazy religious cult. So I had to hide the radio. My dad thought it was an alarm clock, actually. So you grew up in a cult? Baseball season. What's that? You grew up in a cult? Yeah, in a religious cult, we weren't allowed to have any outside contact with the world. So I, I was homeschooled wow. and everything. But I could Crazy. tell you, every Dodger lineup, uh, I mean, just love listening to him because he would like, take me to another place. It was like he was so good at like making you feel you were there. All right. Well so now said, AP. I think a- it's to, to Dodger games every year.
7: Well said, AP. Thank you. Oh, hold on a sec. Anthony in Anaheim. Hello, Anthony.
6: Ben, you know, uh, Ben had a way of uh, of not saying anything and just allowing the crowd to scream and and uh, let you feel the moment. Uh, you yeah. know, uh, one of the absolutely. Hold, hold on
7: a sec, Anthony. Hold on a sec. Uh, we're gonna we we're, we're coming up against a hard out here. So Eddie, you're gonna be my line six. I'm uh, put you there. We'll uh, put everyone on Anthony, AP, Andrea, Scott, and Van. Uh, You guys are all on the air right now, and uh, repeat after me on the count of three. Rest in peace, Vince Scully. One,
4: two, and three.
7: Rest Rest in in peace, peace Vince Vince Vince
1: Scully.
4: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.